Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's Game That Tune back in the house with that epic intro yet again. It's your boy, John Harrington, here. And uh, standing next to me, I got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And since the two of us are the competitors tonight, I'm going to turn over the hosting reins to Johnny or Jesse, whoever talks first. So what do you guys say hey? Hey. So yeah, guys, this is first round of our yearly August Absurdity. And you know, I was just thinking about today, this whole thing started as April Absurdity, and I don't think we did an April Absurdity this year. <laughs> yeah, we can that. That was, uh, you know, we can't do that many absurdities That's a year. too absurd. <laughs> Indeed. So this is our first round. Uh, last week, John won our seeding challenge. He got to pick a person to play against, and he picked our absurd king, David Fleming. Uh... And so it is. It was up to Jesse and I to pick songs uh, for this week. I think we have a pretty good selection of songs for you guys. I think we're going to have a little bit of a challenge ahead of us. I'm pretty pretty excited about it. I'm hoping we have a clear winner because I did not come up with the lightning round backup plan. So somebody please win. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe the standard rule is if no winner is declared, it goes to the king to decide. And as I am reigning king, I will make the decision over who wins. Wait, we established a lot of that? fake rules, and we've never established that rule. Yeah, I'm pretty sure rules. it was a king decree. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yep. So, uh, man, it's a uh, it's gonna be a fantastic episode tonight. I'm feeling good after last year's defeat in August absurdity, coming down all the way to the wire. Um, guys, I gotta admit, I fell into a pretty dark place, but I'm back. I'm feeling better than ever. I'm heavier than ever. Uh, you know, I've changed things in my life. I've, uh, I've got my son with me. Oh, we're going to whip out the baby. Yeah, so <laughs> with this card. baby on my team, there's no way I can't win this year. I have the sympathy vote now. I was about to say, so, I disqualify John for going for the obvious sympathy vote by bringing out a damn <laughs> baby. <laughs> yes, last year I channeled Bane, which was a mistake. This year I'm channeling this adorable baby. How can you want David to win when I have such a cute baby? He's got a point. Aw, he's so cute. No, damn it! Guys, yeah. guys, this isn't Amer- <laughs> this isn't American Idol. There is no sympathy vote. <laughs> you get points or you don't. Oh, okay then. I'm putting the baby away. <laughs> yeah, let's, it just makes let's me think that you have like a drawer of babies to put him away in. Yeah, did you see the movie A Quiet Place? It's kind of like that. Um... <laughs> But uh, anyway, uh, this is not going to be a quiet place. This is going to be a loud place full of awesome video game music. And I'm hoping that Johnny and Jesse have a great show for us. Uh, and I hope that we're going to tip it off in fantastic fashion because uh, this, uh, this next game is going to be the answer to a trivia question one day, baby. So, uh, Johnny, what do we got, man? Game one. Thank you. 
All right, this is uh, Nintendo CEO Reggie's favorite. Guys, let's see some answers. Man. Unfortunately, there we go. David came in. We both have Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, which is correct. Hot damn. So, you uh, tried to go with some of the obscure songs, so I'm sure our listeners are now raging that you're uh, not playing their favorite songs. Um... But you know so, what? Uh, we have a solution I, for that. After mm, we're done with this episode, on. they can go to youtube.com slash game that tune and check out our 24-7 radio stream where we will have this music added. They can listen to yes. any track they choose via our handy chatbot for putting in music requests. Wait, yes, any track? How, how would you go about doing that? Oh, simple. You go in and read the description on YouTube and it gives you instructions. <laughs> I was going to say, oh. I think he covered it pretty well. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, I think this uh, it's it's good that we finally used the link to the past on the show. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, one might even say absurd that it took us until episode 121. Um, but yeah, speaking of the YouTube thing, we totally got like raged on by a guy in that YouTube thing. He's like, "You don't have fucking link to the past." I'm like, "Well, we we put things on as we use them on the show." And he's like, "I don't care about your show." I'm like, "You know, you're right. We probably should just put a link to the past in here at some point." Like. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, you tried to go with some of the obscure songs, but you can't do that, man. There are no obscure songs in this game. Because it's one of the greatest games of all time, baby. I love this fucking game. David, talk to us about all your childhood memories of playing Link to the Past. See, I'm I'm glad that this game was brought up because we might have another fight on our hands. See, because this is not one of my favorite Zelda games. And I think the problem is I played Ocarina of Time first. So playing mm-hmm. Link to the Past was like, oh, this is like Ocarina of Time, but with less dimensions. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what's the problem with that, man? You're going to judge you know, old games based on newer games? That's a pretty harsh, uh, harsh way to judge a game. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that like I don't have the nostalgia love for this game that other people do. So I'm just like, yeah, it's really, really good. I don't have a personal attachment to it, but, you know, mm. I'm glad it exists and it's a fun game. Okay, hateful sociopath. Um, yep, you uh, know, I'm, I'm kind of with David <laughs> on this, to be honest with you. Really? Because, well, for one, I didn't grow up with a Super Nintendo, so I went from Legend of Zelda to Ocarina of Time, and <laughs> that's a pretty big jump, so anything yes. backwards is going to be like, wait, this is, this is weird. Now, granted, that's when we're kids, and we're like, oh, 3D graphics are the best. What's this 2D bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. See now I can look at a critical eye and be like, you know what? You know, they're they're kind of apples and oranges if you think about it. Yeah, they're really besides the fact that they're the Zelda series and borrow the like 
I guess magic mirror slash uh, time shifting uh, d you know elements. Uh, they're really uh, not very comparable games. They're uh, <laughs> you know kind of uh, kind of two different things. But uh, it's not a debate that I really want to get into. I love both Ocarina of Time and uh, A Link to the Past almost equally. Uh, I definitely played the shit out of A Link to the Past when I was a kid. You know, back in those long summers of not going outside and just putting putting time into exploring this world. Hyrule seemed like a real big place uh, back in the day. And, uh, you know, it was just, uh, man, it was just my kind of game. You know, I felt like I could explore and, you know, I, I discovered, uh, I think this was the first time in video games, maybe the previous Legend of Zelda, but, like, uh, these games were the first time I discovered, like, a love of gambling in video games. <laughs> Where you can go to, like, the rupee hut and uh, open the chest. <laughs> it's like, come on, 500. One. Shit. Uh, okay, I gotta go again. I gotta go again. <laughs> I will say Just that, um... I, I mean... As I said, like, I have no nostalgia for this game. I'm not like, oh, it's the best thing ever, because I played it when I was a kid. Not... I mean, you played it as a kid, that's great. But I will say yeah. that experiencing this game for the first time when I was in college, if I recall... The opening sequence where you're like moving through the rain and going to rescue Zelda, it's like that oh, yeah. is moving stuff. Like that's incredible. Yeah, see and like that just like became like the standard kind of thing in games in my brain back then. It's like well all games should aspire to be like this. This is like you know, this was uh, you know, a pretty early SNES title. Like well, why aren't all games you know made with this level of uh, production and care and just uh, attention to detail? And, Every uh, single game, regardless of what it should be, requires you to go into a sewers to rescue somebody. F-Zero, yeah, oh, go into the sewers. Every single game should start with a scene of you in the rain having to go rescue your uncle or whatever. From, <laughs> yeah, like, the uncle tried to make this his game. He's like, you know, stay here, bitch ass. I'm going to go to the castle and take care of this myself. And <laughs> it's like, okay, hold on. I, 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 you know, my uncle's kind of an old man. I should probably go check on him. Oh, look, he's dead. This is my story now. <laughs> That's the shit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's a fucking... It's just a... It's a classic game. And I love that they uh, they were able to revisit in A Link Between Worlds, which I'm also surprised we haven't featured on the show yet. Because uh, it might have been... Might have been a little, uh... You know, a little more of a covert pick at some point. But, that, uh, that I just love the world. might be in somebody's back pocket in the near future. Yeah, no, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> um... But yeah, man, uh, you know the the SNES Hyrule is great. I, I loved uh, I loved the items. I loved the exploration. I love finding the, uh, the magic spells that don't really have much consequence on the game. I guess you have to use them at some point to open some things. Uh, and I feel and I feel like also this game had some of the coolest uh, back then, like big ass bosses. Um, I'm trying to remember. Because it's like, in, in the early going, you're collecting the three pendants or whatever, and it's like, okay, well, you gotta fight, like, the weird jumping statues, and you gotta fight... Oh, shit. Am I really, like, brain farting on this right now? Uh-oh. There's also the, uh, um, the giant, um... Oh, God. It's the giant, like, masked lizard, where you have to smash the mask off. Yeah. See, I was gonna say, in the early going, you're doing, like, the three pendants thing, and it's like, okay, these bosses are okay, but they're a little bit lame. And then once you go into the dark world, and you have to start going to those eight dungeons, then the bosses get big and fucking crazy. <laughs> like, that first, uh, 
the first Dark World dungeon you go to that's got the masked, uh, like, you know, lizard demon thing. You gotta smash the mask with the hammer. And that whole dungeon is just, like, a baffling hammering ordeal. And, I, you know, I love it every time. Like, I, I go back to it. I've never been able to memorize it. So it's always just, it's, like, fresh to me. It's like, you gotta jump and you gotta fall and you gotta push shit. And it's just like, I could play this game, you know, front and back and never memorize it and have a great time playing it every time. Um... I remember the other boss that I'm thinking of that freaked me out in this game. There was like um, a crazy, crazy moth. Uh, oh, it was the. Uh, there's like a floating that... eye with rocks. Yes, uh, that you got to you get to kill it with the hook shot. You get to pull little things off of it and beat it up. Um, there's like a three-headed the rock monster of some type. Are you just like going down the Wikipedia list now? Yes. His okay. name is Trimax. Yeah. <laughs> There's something uh, I was like, thinking. He looks like slime and it's all eyeballs. Yeah, okay. That's the one I met I was, with the hook shot. I was going to come back uh, to that. But, Joan, what were you going to say? Yeah. Yeah. John, do you have one more before you fucking no, interrupt no, me? Again? You go ahead. You go ahead. It, it's the one. It's the boss that takes place in the dungeon that's underneath Kakariko Village. Uh, it's like a thieves' hideout. And, like, you, in the light world, you hear a story about how, oh, a crazy thieves' guild used to live here or something. And then, in the dark world, you go there and it's this big elaborate dungeon. And then, uh, you have to rescue, like, this little girl or whatever and take her through the dungeon with you. And when you get to a certain room, she's there and she just, like, it's like, alright, cool, I'll hang out here. And then, it turns out, if you, like, expose her to sunlight, she turns into a giant fucking monster and it's the boss of the dungeon. So it was really fucking freaky at the time because, like, uh, okay, wait. Like, I didn't take her anywhere. I just took her to, like, a dead-end room. That room, if I look on the map, it's labeled boss room. What the fuck is going on in this <laughs> thing? And it's like, oh, bomb some holes in that thing, shine some light down in that room, go back, and she's turned into a horrific monster, and you have to kill her. Like, this game's twisted, man. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was gonna uh, say, like, um... That boss, it's, I think it's in the swamp dungeon where you get the hookshot, and it's like the giant jellyfish monster with all the little things, and you have to yank it apart with the hookshot and then attack yeah. it. That is Loved still it. one of my favorite bosses in the whole Zelda series. That thing is It's awesome. so much fun. It's so much fun to fight. <laughs> you just, you're yanking off its little things, and then it starts jumping around and trying to smash it. You know, it's, it speaks to how fun a boss fight can be when thought, you know, really well thought out and it uses the fun Zelda items. So, uh, yeah, man. I fucking love Link to the Past. Uh, I might just go boot up my SNES Classic and forfeit August Absurdity and play it right now. Uh, you so, heard it here yeah. first. John has forfeited August Absurdity. In the, in the event of a 1-1 tie in which one contestant forfeits the rest of the game to go play one of his favorite games, the winner shall still be John Harrington. Uh, I'll talk to you guys in like an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> Just a little uh, analysis so far of what I've noticed between this epic match between uh, John and David. David sure seems to be, you know, asking about different rule changes. He's trying to get technicalities of... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he sure is desperate to win this thing, you know. He's... He... But... I don't. I'm not sure. This is a very noble way. What do you think, Johnny? How do you think David's reaction in this? You know, game is? I agree, Jesse. I think David is pulling some bold moves here, trying to institute some last-minute rules changes. As one of the presiding rules officials, I will not be allowing any of these last-minute rule changes. Uh, I believe that both of these fighters entered the tournament knowing the rules, and to change them at the last minute would give one an unfair advantage. So we will not be changing the rules tonight. 
I'm sorry, Agreed. just as a quick aside, what is the point of being king if you can't make a decree? Yeah, man, it's like... <laughs> uh, David, that's that's straight out of the end of Coming to, coming to America. I love it. <laughs> um, anyway, let's just see how many rules David tries to change as he goes forward. Uh, I'm declaring it now. He's shook. He's scared, and I'm going to win this bitch. Johnny, let's go to game two. Or do you want us to skip to game three, David? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Game two. Yeah! Ah. Not in this land of the cage. Yes. So the madness is a problem. Yeah. The world is over. It's a problem. And yeah. I love it. We can do this the simple way. I prefer to keep it complicated. No dreams and no hope. They've been terminated. Main focus on attacks and movement. Streets are dominated by pollution and mutants. Fight like a boss, time to trigger and finish them. Plants seeking to devour flesh is how we live in friends. Mutated creatures to destroy us to purpose. I used to love the city, now I spit on its surface. No fears and no tears, that's the vision here. Stepping over bodies full of virus and cancers. I'm immune to it, bathed in it, gaze in it. Get a rush from it when I see the earth plummet. New day, new pains, new defense. Smell of death is in the city, criminals running rampant. Survival of the fittest while the weakest stay comatose. Cancerous epidemics spreading like common cold. No hopes and no dreams, I'm
Okay, so this game features 17 playable characters, plus one additional character that was DLC that was actually from uh, Bayonetta. Uh, uh, yeah. Get out of here with that shit, man. Yeah. You don't know me and you don't know I'm going through So fuck you and your lame ass point of view That should have been my whole mission from the start You put it together, I tear it all apart What? Gotta get smart, stepping through this minefield And what's not mine becomes mine, you mind? That's the way I gotta take it from the mans Put a price up on the fans, I put let up in the stands It doesn't matter who the target is You know I'm gonna finish it once I get it started, kid That's the way I gotta market it Marksman, mercenary, making all your heart skip And I can turn you into parts quick Put you in a box and ship you off the yard six Where the novel leaders go The ones that started pleading Cause they couldn't take the bleeding from the beating, yo So you might wanna shut your mouth Before you end up in a pine box headed down south Your mama brought you in, I'ma take you out Send you down to hell, you can burn like gout I'ma make it clear, I won't leave a doubt I told you I'm here, it's my only route So you can stick around cause it's gonna be a thriller In this world, ain't no other option for a killer I just gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough Body for a price, just say so Dicing up some mayhem, gotta keep it light in this dark world of gray and black But you can get your axe to the back or a slap to the face from the clap of a gat Strapped to your waist, plastic to your hat Back, 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 through the tragic collapse I say it's pretty serious, so maybe you should start thinking Hmm, well it's time to be fair in this Cause if I keep hearing this, I'ma have no other choice but to leave your whole fam hearingless Yeah, that's how really real it is I care about my pockets, not about your feelings, shit So when I kill you, man, it ain't personal, it's just the only way I still can make a grand Understand what I'm talking about, get the picture of what this all about it's time for you to walk it out You don't want to be around when these dogs start barking out You don't want to play the target route Cause I don't get paid unless the fucking target's out That's the way it goes That's the only way I know just to make my dough Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough Body for a price, just say so Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough If it means kill them all, then I won't say no Shit you think I'm just gonna sit around and do nothing? 
motherfucker. They're fucking monsters out there, man. Somebody's gotta kill them. You can keep your justice, man. I got my justice right here. Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough. Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough. Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough. Body for a price, just say so. Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough. Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough. Gotta get the cash, gotta get the dough. If it means kill them all, then I won't say no. Man, I gotta say, it, it was really difficult finding three songs from that soundtrack because the whole thing was fire. <laughs> and uh, that was also a request by Dell. Oh, was it? Oh, well. What you guys got? This is for some points. We got David with Anarchy Reigns and John with Anarchy Reigns. Both get it right. Neck and neck. So much in the way that the this is a sequel to last week's episode. Uh, this is the uh, spiritual successor to a, a game from uh, last week's episode. I, I guess I'm surprised we're dipping back into the Platinum Games uh, Jack Cayman universe so soon after Mad World. But uh, I gotta say, hearing the music, I'm totally okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> it is so yeah, goddamn was, was good. Awesome. I'm really still pissed that like I'm only like a week into knowing about the Mad World soundtrack. Like I I fucked up bad. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. I I've been really really missing out. But um, so Anarchy Reigns is not actually a sequel to Mad World. It's more of a spiritual successor. Uh, did any of you guys play it? Looking at probably Jesse on this one. Nope. David. I have I not yet, but once I discovered it, I had a burning desire in me to play this game. Because it's basically like a platinum all-star beat-em-up that also features Bayonetta in it. Like, as soon as I realized, like, oh, it's a beat-em-up game with Bayonetta and Jack from Mad World. I need this in my life. Right, yeah, that <laughs> that sounds like, uh, hold on, checks list. A mighty need. Um, yeah, this... Uh, it looks way more colorful than uh, than Mad World. I give it that. I finally decided to color everything in, which you know that's that's good. Well, that's because it's on the PS3 and not the Wii. So right. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, they had the access to like technical specifications that allowed for things like color, yeah. <laughs> movement, and color at the same time. Um, the pressing of more than three buttons. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. waggling anything. Yeah, no waggle. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but and they still had access to the greatest resource, Steve Bloom, given the edgy performance this Jack came in. Uh, you know, it's it's 2013 when this comes out though, so it's not really the mid 2000s anymore. So is it really edgy? I don't know, man. The world might have moved on a little bit. But uh, God damn it, I have cats fighting in my house. Uh, sorry, I got <laughs> wonderful. How absurd. Indeed. You know, similar to Cats Fighting, this is a game about one character fighting hordes of enemies. Yeah. Chris, keep going. <clears throat> All right, so, so, yeah, I was I was watching some videos, and, yeah, it's just a beat-em-up, like David was saying. It's kind of, it reminded me of, like, I guess, Fighting Force or something like that, if you've ever played that game. Um, but it looked really fun. All the characters looked fairly unique, although they're all kind of, like, either muscle dudes kind of like uh reminiscent of a uh, gears of war or something 
uh, with like the gigantic chests and shoulders and arms and stuff, or you know, over sexualized women and stuff. It was you know typical, you know, two thousands beat 'em up. To say, I mean, to be fair, it is a platinum game, so all of the guys are jacked and all of the women are sexy. So. Yeah, I'm looking at screenshots now. It looks like you know one guy's like a militarized version of like Heihachi from Tekken, and then the other thing that's in the, sc- in the screenshot is just a bunch of spikes and a woman's butt. So like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the vibe they're going for on this one. Uh, not. Well, that's, I was hmm. I was reading through a, a character list for the game. I was like, okay, you know, it's got Jack from Mad World. It's got a couple other characters from Mad World. Some of the bosses and everything. It's like other playable characters include a mass-produced combat mech titled The Gargoyle. Like, I don't know what that is, but I want to play as it. Yeah, sounds good. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the game looks like a lot of fun. It looks fucking like it keeps that same insane spirit as Mad World. But uh, I guess it's, you know, so it's got more of a multiplayer thing going. It's like a beat-em-up fighting game. Did I mishear that? Or... Uh, no, it's 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 like just like a beat 'em up. Oh, it's just um, beat 'em up. Damn, I thought it thought it had a multiplayer thing going. There was multiplayer in it though. I believe there was like online multiplayer, like deathmatch and stuff, and capture the flag and things like that. Okay, and there's probably co-op too. Good. Okay, my brain kind of works, uh, but yeah, um, looks cool. Now, John, I have a question for you as a PS4 owner. The PS4 is backwards compatible with the PS3, is it not? Not to my knowledge. Uh, I never bothered Only trying. I, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, oh, say. well, shit. <laughs> so I was going to say, like, I want to get a PS4 for, like, Kingdom Hearts and that Spider-Man games. Like, this is PS3. Obviously, I should be able to play this. No. Wait, I can't? No, Fuck. I don't. I don't think that you can at all. Uh, I, However, with the, uh, like, PlayStation Now service, you can essentially, like, stream PS3 games on your PS4. So... Kind of, it depends. The game's on the place the PS uh, now, um, right. which I actually tried out when I had a PS4, and it was not bad. It was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been meaning to try that, but I already have too many games to play, so I haven't bothered. <laughs> uh, but yeah, after the PS3 and it being shittily not backwards compatible, I uh, didn't even bother trying to see if a PS4 was backwards compatible. Also helps that I still have my PS3, so I could play this. Or I could ship that giant ass thing to you, David, and you could play Anarchy Reigns in between your uh, your Kingdom Hearts sessions once you get that PS4. I, I think that's what I'll do. That makes sense. How many systems are you shipping off? Several. Uh, I gotta I gotta unload some weight around here. I got these big old systems from like six years ago. They're so heavy. These Wii U's and these PS3s. Like, why? <laughs> David could play this on his Xbox 360 that he has. I'm pretty sure. Uh, That's uh, true. Hey, hey. That's very true. Makes a good point. Better hit that GameStop. Yeah, better check that red Do, ring. Is does it, uh, David actually have a 360? I was joking, but now I think he might. Oh, he totally no, does. I do. I do have a 360. Oh, shit. <laughs> John, I, you... I have refused to sell my 360 because that's the only way that I can play Scott Pilgrim vs. the World the game. Yeah, see? Uh... heard that one before. <laughs> Uh, so, to completely derail the, the content that we're describing, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game, is yeah. fucking awesome. Speaking of good beat-em-ups for the 360. <laughs> um, there you go. That's man, a segue for you. There's the crossover they need. It's nice they have Bayonetta as a DLC character. But how about Scott Pilgrim in Anarchy Reigns? <laughs> like, <laughs> how about Scott Pilgrim in, like, every game? 
Yeah, I mean, we just had Smash, Smash. announcements today, and we're already upset that Scott Pilgrim's not in there. <laughs> like, man, what the Belmont's kicking ruled? Yeah, that was cool for like a couple of hours. That really tidied us over. How about something else, Nintendo? Jesus. But now give us this. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I think that was one of the first or second Mii Fighters I made, was a Mii Brawler based on Scott Pilgrim. And damn if it didn't fit in perfectly. Mm-hmm. It would. It really would. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, great soundtrack to these games. Uh, I you know, really should have known about these back when they came out. Like, I'm, uh, I remain uh, pissed at myself for, uh, for not knowing these. So, um... You know, David, it's uh, we're two games in and we're tied two to two. I, you know, in John, he admitted that he didn't prepare a lightning round, so I'm prepared to propose a tiebreaker uh, in in lieu of a lightning round. Should we go forward and completely tie this game, um, I'm willing to up the ante. Uh, I, I'm willing to make this strip game that tune. Um, <laughs> See, I thought you were going to say it's like I have a tiebreaker prepared. Uh, a bonus game that I have selected. Of my own choosing. Yeah. <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> no, I, I am willing That's to. Not fair at all. I'm willing to, you know, ch- uh, submit to John and Jesse the uh, the tiebreaker of whoever is most naked by the end of the show in the event of a tie uh, wins the game, and in the event of a non-tie, then they're just embarrassed and naked. So, uh, you know, I don't know what you guys think about that, but I'm willing to do it for August absurdity. Is the winner limited to you and David? Because I will get naked right now. If it means no, you I have win. your own game. You have your own match next week. You can't cop yeah, out so, of that. <laughs> so no, double, no I win start twice. The show next week, and John's already naked. Oh, Jesus God, no standing up. Um, yeah, so uh, mull over that new rule change while we uh, while we hit game three, and we'll just see where this night goes. I may work on a lightning round in between, <laughs> so we'll see how that works. <laughs>
Okay. This game has a, has a special shop that appears only when you play this game on a Game Boy Advance. It does not appear in the 3DS Virtual Console versions because those are using a original Game Boy emulator. Or I'm sorry, Game Boy Color emulator. I'm sorry, just to clarify, there's a there's a shop in the game that's in the original version, but not in the 3DS version? Yes, because it only appears when you when you play the game on the Game Boy Advance. The 3DS version is using a Game Boy emulator. Not a Game Boy Advance emulator. Okay, I gotcha. Uh-huh. Gotta say, John, I'm surprised. If I'm right. Whatever. Alright, let's see some answers. <laughs> Keep this tie going. Ooh. <laughs> Man, you both say Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages slash Seasons. I was going to not count it if you only said Seasons, because this is specifically from Oracle of Ages. So I'll give it to both of you. This is Oracle of Ages. <laughs> there is some game-specific music between these two games. Oh, is there? Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow, John. Uh, gotta say, I'm surprised by that. Getting tricky. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Ages. This is Ages. Not Seasons. Oh, this is Ages. Fuck, this is the worst one. Ah. Or the worser of the two. Uh, David, I hope you can speak to that because, man, I, you know, handheld okay. Zeldas are my ultimate Zelda blind spot apart from uh, Link Between Worlds and Minish Cap, uh, which are great. I mean, it's... Okay, it's it's not the worser one. It's not a bad game. It's just the... So, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of C... Before I go on to this, anybody else play these two or no? I did... I did buy one of them. I forget which one it was, but I do remember being intrigued by the whole there's two of them and they can, you know, I, I intended on beating it and playing the second one to, like, do the connectivity stuff, I but I never did I that. wasn't on board, man. I didn't need the Pokemonification of, uh, you know, the Legend of Zelda series. You could try and sell me two Zelda games. You only need to sell me one, baby. Uh, and also, I, I just wasn't into handheld Zeldas. But anyway, David, go for it. <laughs> It was, I mean, it's really a cool idea because it's, it's basically one game. And originally it started off as a trilogy and that gets into a whole other thing. Um, but it's, it's 
one giant game split onto two cartridges and each one is slightly different because each one is based on like a different aspect of the Zelda series. Oracle of Seasons is much more combat focused and much more action heavy and Oracle of Ages is much more puzzle based. So it's a lot harder because it's a lot more challenging in the sense of you have to think more and the puzzles are a lot more difficult. Whereas Oracle of Ages, the difficulty in that one is much more about like, are you strong enough to beat the hell out of all these monsters? Um, so Oracle of Ages is a lot more like a classic video game for lack of a better term because you have to like level up your character and get stronger and fight tougher monsters where oracle of ages is just kind of like here's some hard brain teasers figure it out well i like that uh, you know i i could see how that would Absolutely. be uh, an interesting way to split them up like one more combat heavy and one more puzzle heavy because that's the that's the two things in zelda baby so uh you know, make one. Uh... It's just that the the puzzle element it's not as immediately rewarding right. as the action element. Of course. So it's kind of like a it's a slower paced game. I think that's um, why so many people is... give shit to the Zelda like puzzle element. You know, in Zelda, it's like, oh man, another box pushing thing. It's like motherfucker, I love pushing boxes. <laughs> that sound when you get that room right is so rewarding. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? I love it. Hmm. <laughs> But never played any of them, so shit, man. I really gotta go back and uh, you know get on these. I'm I'm years years behind. But again, it's handheld Zelda's. I just you know, I played Link's Awakening back in the day. It was fine, but it wasn't. It was no Link to the Past. It was no Ocarina of Time. And then uh, yeah, I just kind of moved on, and uh, eventually I got my hands on Minish Cap, and that blew everything away. So uh, man, um, yeah, fucking handheld Zelda's are really uh really a low point for me. I'm trying to think of the other one. Am I missing? Am I missing any other ones? Oh, the, oh yeah, the DS ones. May we not even get into that. Uh. <laughs> Spirit Tracks is dope. <laughs> I'll say it. Yeah. Good soundtrack and uh, yeah, better than uh, better than Phantom Hourglass, but uh, no, not for me. Uh, I think I played the demo of Phantom Hourglass. I'm like, oh no, 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 that's not going to be that's not going to be a Zelda game I play. Uh. Yeah, but in Spirit Tracks you get to blow a train whistle. And it's more fun than it has any right to be. That, I, I get it, man. I fucking love train whistles, and I always have. <laughs> so, uh, you know, what kind, choo, of instru- what kind of instruments do you get to play in Oracle of Ages and Seasons? What do you get to blow in this game? <laughs> um, If I remember, and Johnny, you seemed ready to answer, so back me up on this. Oracle of Ages, you get a harp. That lets yes. you bounce back and forth from two time frames. In Oracle of Seasons, you get a rod that you can wave and change the season. <laughs> I'm kind of pissed because, you know, I spent like 30 minutes watching a whole video on this game before the show so I could be ready to talk about it, and Dave is just covering it. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what, John? Um, why don't I take a back seat? Tell us about Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. Tell us about that rod. Oh, yeah. Legend of Zelda so- in Rod We Trust. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Link's big old ride. <laughs> it's pretty interesting because it's basically the Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles of the Zelda series and that you have to buy two cartridges to get the real ending of the game. Um, you know, you would compare this to Sonic. Yeah, he uh-huh. found a way, folks. <laughs> the show's over. <laughs> it doesn't have the lock-on technology. Fuck it off. Pass- <laughs> it said he uses a password system. After you beat one game, you get a password that you punch into the other, and what's kind of interesting is the password actually affects things in the game. 
uh, of, of the next game. Like, uh, characters that you talk to will remember specific events from the previous game, but only if you use a password from the previous game, which is pretty neat. And then, once you've beaten both games, you get to fight a final boss, uh, two final bosses. You get to pass, uh, it, it's the, the, the twin witches that turned into something, Twinerva, I think is what their name is, and then Ganon, of course. Uh, so you Spoilers. only get to fight Ganon, <laughs> you only get to fight Ganon if you buy both cartridges, which is, mm, not a great selling point for me. <laughs> See, yeah, that's, that's the thing, man. I, I talked about the Pokemonification of this. I, I wasn't aware that you got the true ending like I wasn't aware there was locked content that was only accessible in, like with having both games. Like that'd be fucked up yeah. if like, you bought Pokemon Red and you got all the way to the Elite Four and it's like, yeah, hold on, man, you didn't buy Pokemon Blue too. You uh, <laughs> you're gonna need that too before you you're gonna need to show me a fucking Meowth before you enter the Elite Four. Like, fuck. <laughs> Now, I well, mean, it's, it's, here's, it's, you could Pokemonize it a little more, though, by you have a friend by one, you buy the other, mm -hmm. you beat it, you give the friend your password, oh, man. you get his password, beat the other game. Or, like, a, a link cable, you link them up, I mean, that's right there in the fucking name, you know, Legend of Zelda <laughs> link cable, it's a fucking fantastic, <laughs> perfect product, and you transfer me your rod, I transfer you my fucking harp. And we uh, open up the puzzles in each other's games. We just—it's a little, uh, little rod transfer cable. What's wrong with when that? You say, when you say Legend of Zelda Link Cable, I immediately think of a Legend of Zelda and Cable from Marvel Comics crossover, which sounds pretty badass. That sounds yes. badass. I was just watching Deadpool 2, I mean, and I'm in favor of that. Oh man! I just imagine like Princess Zelda like praying to the goddess Hylia. It's like I need a hero to come, and there's this beam of light, and Cable steps out and just fucking shoots and guns down everything in his <laughs> Turns path. Turns that knob on his gun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, where's the pig monster? <sighs> but I mean, to to be fair, the only way to fight Ganon and get the true ending is if you play and link both games. But each game like has its own final boss and has eight dungeons, and you get a full complete story with each game. Okay. So it's not like you're missing out on content. Yeah. It's just instead of fighting Ganon, you're fighting you know whoever the fuck is not. Ganon. That's the whole thing. As a guy raised on Zelda, if I don't get the sweet satisfaction of killing that giant pig monster. Quite frankly, I haven't completed a Zelda game, so I would have had to buy both of these. Uh, you know, oh, you want me to, fight, you know, whatever Vati, the uh, you know mystical wizard or something? That's all well and good. Show me Ganon. Where the fuck is he? I know he's here. He's always here. You know, I'm gonna fuck him it's up. Kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like every time that you play a Zelda game where the the main villain isn't Ganon, that period. Right before the end, when Ganon pops up and says, It was me all along! It's like, that's where the game ends. Like, it ends before you get to that point. <laughs> okay, fine. I guess that's okay. I was thinking, <laughs> does that make Ganon the poochie of the Zelda world? Like, whenever <laughs> Ganon's not around, John should be asking, Where's Ganon? Because <laughs> like, you know he's coming! He's gonna be there! <laughs> like, <sighs> Alright. Now, now you have made me want Breath of the Wild 2, a giant surge of dark energy with Ganon on a surfboard <laughs> riding it in. Oh, Ganon. Wiggity, wiggity, I'm here to conquer Hyrule. <laughs> wiggity, wiggity, Triforce of Power. We're up, party. <laughs> like, oh, this game's getting all fucked up. Uh, <laughs> just Ganondorf in a backwards hat and sunglasses. And uh, yeah, quite frankly, I'm into it. Uh, they could do that. Always remember to pray to your sages. <laughs> to the extreme! <laughs>
Oh man, <laughs> you beat him and he just, I have to go now. My planet needs me. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a sword in his head. He's dead. No, my planet needs me. <laughs> uh, that should be. Uh, that should definitely. We should oh, work that in. Why don't amazing. David? You and I should work for Nintendo. We really should. Uh, I'm sure we'd be able to. I'm just imagining these. us like delivering this design document and pitch to like Aonuma and Miyamoto. Like, oh. You're yeah, fired. Go, you know, go back to America, you <laughs> jerk asses. <laughs> do, do, do you guys remember that decade where David and John worked for Nintendo and every single final boss had the exact same ending? <laughs> <laughs> they all just paused and looked right at the camera and then floated away. It was really weird. <laughs> so long, King Bowser. I have to go. My planet needs me. <laughs> See, now I just want to go, you know, I want to get into the YouTube game and go back to editing fucking, like, you know, Nintendo 64 Final Boss Fights to end with that sound. Like, that makes so much sense, quite frankly. Ugh. Um, but, anyway, fantastic. I can't believe we got two Zelda games on, uh, on one episode. That is a great way to pit me and David against each other. Uh, you know, quite frankly, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't see that coming. I can't believe this tie continues... Um, I have developed a pretty good lightning round, so... Oh, what the Ooh. hell, man? I just took off my pants. Uh, fine. I mean, you could still... I didn't tell you not to. You could still Oh, I mean, I, I did it for comfort, but I also did it for the tiebreaker, so... Uh, I mean, it's interesting uh, anyway. that you say that, John, because honestly, I'm feeling pretty warm right now. <laughs> oh, man, we'll just see how this goes. Uh, so, anyway, great game. Uh... I would say great tunes, but, you know, that's subjectively untrue. It's Game Boy Color music, so it's fine. Um, fine tunes. And, yeah, fine, fine tunes for the Zelda series. <laughs> and, uh, let's, just see, uh, let's just see if we can break this tie going forward, man. Let's, uh, let's have it. All right. Game four.
Alright, um, so this game has uh, many action-adventure elements similar to the Legend of Zelda series. <laughs> um, and your main character uh, has a default weapon as a, as a knife, but he can collect other weapons such as swords and crossbows and bombs. feeling on this August absurdity evening? Feeling real good. Feeling not good at all. Oh, man. <laughs> Could this what? be... God, John. It's the one. What? What about it? <laughs> Alright, let's see what you got. We got David with Beyond Oasis. We got John with Beyond Oasis. You are both correct. Oh! <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. It's what like you doing feeling not good Koshiro. at all about a right answer, you son of a bitch? <laughs> I didn't think it was Beyond Oasis. Uh, because Peace. I'm pretty sure the the default weapon in Beyond Oasis was a scimitar. No, sir, it's a dagger. No shit. Wow. And, like, you could do, like, kicks and stuff. Like, 
Like, you eventually find a whole bunch of scimitars and other kind of swords that you use most of the time. So, like, any videos you see, you're probably going to see the dude using the sword. But, like, the first, you know, first weapon you have is that dagger, and that thing's your best friend sometimes. That's it, yeah. Johnny. Dock him a point for trying to get all actually about the scimitar. That's, uh, no, I, that's honestly, how I'm going to win. <laughs> I just, God damn it. When Jesse and I were planning this episode, we said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're gonna have kind of a shit sandwich, and these past three songs are supposed to be the shit of the shit sandwich, and you got them all right, both of you. God damn it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, listening, here, listening to it, it's like, it sounds like Genesis music, and when it comes nah. to Zelda games on the Genesis, it's either Beyond uh-huh. Oasis or Landstalker. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Should have gone with Landstalker. I wouldn't have guessed that. This was my default brain move. <laughs> Oh, man, they're pulling something. They got two Zelda games, and this is Genesis music. It's probably beyond Oasis. So. <laughs> uh, God damn you know, Nice job, guys. <laughs> Great plan. Um, hey, we're having fun. And we sure absurd. are, man. I'm having a great uh, time. Oh, yeah, you kidding? It's it's great, man. Uh, so, Beyond Oasis, uh, you know, I didn't play it because I had a Super Nintendo and therefore did not need to play this because I had real Zelda. Um but this uh, this game looks really cool. Looks like yeah, you're, uh, you're like a blonde guy wearing Aladdin pants and fighting say, this stuff. This is basically Legend of Zelda plus Aladdin on Genesis, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's way more actiony. It's way more actiony than than uh, Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I'm more like vibe a from looking at it. in that case, you know. But there's a lot of dungeon crawling and magical items and. You know, you got to get certain spells to advance, and like it is very Zelda-esque, but it's definitely its own thing too. And he's got um, the guy's got better fashion than Link. He looks a little bit like Link, but he's got like this Infinity Gauntlet, and he's got like a black tank top going on, and he's got those puffy Aladdin pants. So you know, he's uh he's doing way better than Link in the uh, the fashion department. I, you know, the, I love Link, love Zelda, but like. Uh, I don't know, man. The the green hat, you know, the green sleeping hat is kind of getting worn out. Like, uh, but he's he's definitely cool. And with with that dagger, like he can do like the sweet roundhouse kick and stuff. Ooh, I love a roundhouse kick. And um, like some of the magic is situational as far as like it'll do certain things. Like you'll come up to like a door that's on fire, and you'll use your water spell. And instead of attacking, it'll summon this like fairy that puts the uh, the fire out and on the door and stuff. So it, I, like I, it. I don't know. It's it's a it's a it's a neat game. Yeah, and, and I'm it's sorry. Really is it pretty for a Genesis game too? It's like one of the prettiest Genesis games. Yeah, it looks really nice. Uh, is it called the story of Thor in other That's, country? Yeah, it is. It's weird. That's a stretch, uh, and I love <laughs> it. Like. <laughs> It's Story uh, Thor. Oh shit! Do I get to bash stuff with a hammer? No, you're basically Aladdin with a dagger. Uh, <laughs> we're not sure why we called it this. Because <laughs> when I think of Norse mythology, I think of the desert. Yes. <laughs> looking at the Japanese. <laughs> also, looking at like the European and Japanese cover for this, it's pretty clear that whoever was making this was just like watching Aladdin and was like, "We could make that into like kind of an action game." Like. There's like a there's like a jackass genie looking thing, but he's not blue, he's red. And then there's like Aladdin. I mean, it's uh it's pretty clear where they were getting their inspiration from. This came out like '95. They had to have just been sitting around watching fucking like you know Robin Williams Aladdin and being like, okay, well we can't rip this off wholesale. So, uh, 
Okay, and then they got halfway through, they're like, okay, this is boring, and it turns out somebody was already making an Aladdin game. Why don't we just use these assets and, like, make, uh, put them in a Zelda setting and just, you know, kick, you know, let's just do that with them, that'll be good. Okay, sure, fine, whatever, you gotta crank this game out or you're fired. <laughs> like, that's my prediction for what was going on here. <laughs> but it looks nice. Yeah, like, the bosses are all, like, gigantic and beautiful and, and are very super challenging and, um... Like, it's just a really great game. Yeah. Looks good. Has it been re-released since then? Because, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I I'm think not going to... it gonna... might be on, like, one of those uh, Sega Genesis collections on, like, I'm um... I'm pretty sure PS3, it was on maybe? Virtual Console on it the is. Wii. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, then I should have gotten it. What the hell's wrong with me? Uh, oh, wait. Wii's Virtual Console. That's been a minute. Uh... <laughs> Um, yeah, awesome, man. Uh, oh, anything? and uh, Yuzo Koshiro did the soundtrack, and uh, that bears mentioning. Fucking a, man. You know, I mean, I'm looking forward to editing the show because I always put the background music in there, and I love kind of just doing a deeper dive on some of these soundtracks. So I'm hoping that you know more of the soundtrack sounds really awesome. Yuzo Koshiro does you know fantastic work across the board. So I'm sure there's some uh, there's some fun stuff waiting. Unless Yuzo Koshiro was just taking a day off and just like, uh, let me just kind of hit the fart button a few times on this uh, this sound chip. Like that doesn't seem like his uh, doesn't seem like his mo. I think he he cranks out a good soundtrack. And if you gave him the opportunity to fucking score a Zelda game, I think he'd be like, yes, holy shit, let's <laughs> let's do this thing up. So uh, I think I got a good soundtrack to look forward to during editing. Um, anything else on uh, Beyond Oasis? Uh, David, how you doing, man? How are those pants? Uh, my pants are off. Okay, that's good. So are mine, baby. Um, you know, we are we are we coming up to our last game? We are. Because oh god, we're gonna have to really kick this up a notch. How absurd! I agree. So uh, let's just see where this goes, man. Let's see if we get a resolution. Game five.
Alright, uh, so uh, this game takes advantage of the Nintendo DS's stylus in various ways. Uh, the player can draw shapes to open certain doors and plot out the path of ships on the ocean. Wow. August absurdity. <laughs> this is so absurd. Indeed Jack it Lomino, is. Are you guys ready? Are you are you guys ready to make this absurd? David's so ready. Zelda, Phantom Hourglass, and seriously, which happens to be uh, my daughter's favorite thing to say, <laughs> Phantom Hourglass. You guys are correct, of course. Wow. Phantom Hourglass. So, so do you want to discuss this game or get right into the lightning round? <laughs> so what I'd went like into? To, I'd like to point out um, how 
John, on a previous episode, had made a point to say that, like, Zelda music was kind of his forte and, like, he always chose the Zelda games and most of the games on this episode were Zelda. I kind of feel like this was supposedly stacked against me. Well, no, because you've, you've picked some Zelda games, too, and I know that you're a huge Zelda fan. I thought it would it was like putting two titans of Zelda up against each other. Yeah. yeah like, technically, you should be honored that I think of you in such high regard. Yeah, I mean, as that's like true. A, a Zelda connoisseur. Yeah. Like, to put you on the same platform as John, who has fucking Zelda tattooed all over his body, uh, like, he's probably going to be in I the can show you one of those. the wild. <laughs> Yeah, my thinking uh, was, okay, Super Nintendo Zelda goes to John, Game Boy Zelda goes to David, and then Phantom Hourglass goes to both. The first and the fifth are supposed to be the easy games, and the three games in the middle tonight are supposed to be, like, fuck you games. <laughs> and that yeah, didn't that didn't work, happen. man. <laughs> you guys are too fucking good. Uh, well, geez. Anarchy Reigns isn't really a Zelda-related. That was just a, a fan <laughs> yeah, request. Because they had a request. The theme was Zelda games and games that are kind of like Zelda, except Anarchy Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Not yeah. really the same at all. We really but, just man, wanted they... to do vo- five Zelda games, but it turns out that A Link to the Past music is just like remixing every Zelda game. So it got, yeah, it got, no it shit. Got hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a reason we haven't picked it. <laughs> <laughs> Because, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, first and foremost, this is a game show, a competitive guessing game show. And uh, oh. Zelda music, rather easy to guess. <laughs> so, Usually. You know, th- that's where... Uh, also, it, it puts a lot of great tunes on our, our uh, station on YouTube. So that it's, it does. It's twofold. Yeah, so everybody should check out YouTube.com slash Game That Tune and listen to our 24-7 video game music live stream. Thank you to all 700 of, of our <laughs> subscribers there. You're all fantastic. 700, motherfuckers. Oh, shit. I didn't realize you were that high now. Oh, my God. If they could just, if we could convert that into like a buck a piece on Patreon, then we'd really be rolling <laughs> in it. But nah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, get your ass over from YouTube to Patreon and give us a couple of bucks. Um, but in the meantime, Phantom Hourglass, no. <laughs> um, I'm uh, John. Get ready on the soundboard because I, you need to play a sound. I'm gonna say it. Phantom Hourglass is my least favorite Zelda game. How absurd! (laughs) (laughs) Not remotely what what I meant. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I I feel like he was trying to give you a take of his. Uh, One that maybe... I mean... Would generate controversy. But... Phantom Hourglass (laughs) has its fans, but in my opinion, I think this is probably the worst Zelda game. Now, I would have agreed with you, uh, or I I would have disagreed with you, up until they started re-releasing, like, uh, Zelda 2 with, like, a save state feature on virtual consoles, thereby making the RPG elements usable, because Zelda 2 sucked ass. (laughs) But then once you could actually like save your uh, save your experience points and come back and keep playing, then it sucked a little less ass uh, and became more playable. But the yeah, uh, you know, based solely on you know this is uh, your John Harrington seal of approval, me never wanting to play this game again after a short demo. Yes, this is probably the worst Nintendo system Zelda. Um, oh well, if you want to qualify it, yeah. 
Yeah. My whole thing is like, the Temple of the Ocean King is, it's a cool idea, it's not fun in practice, plus this is the only Zelda game where you don't get an original item. Like, every Ooh. item in this game comes from another game. Mm, don't like, um... I, I had fun playing it. I, I beat it. I was like, oh, it's just more Wind Waker. But with and... touchscreen controls and stuff. Know. Johnny, there's your hot take. Jesse likes this game. <laughs> hot take. Cool. No, I mean, like it's, let's be, it's po let's like be positive, great. Johnny. Or Jesse, was, tell us about the good. things you like about it. <laughs> like, I really love the controls. Like, just using the stylus for everything. And it wasn't like like dumb or anything. Like it just flowed well. Like moving Link was easy. Attacking stuff was easy. Using the boomerang was great. Like I don't know. I had I just to me it was more Wind Waker, and it had that weird pirate dude who was kind of like a, a coward and 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 weird linebacker or whatever his name was. Yeah. Uh, had more had more Tetra, and I mean, who doesn't want more Tetra? Um, like it, it had its moments. Like it wasn't like I said, it's not a great Zelda, but a, a Zelda on the DS back then I thought was fun. You know, of course I never played Spirit Tracks, and I'm sure that one's better. But yeah, see, Spirit Tracks like takes the foundation of this game and improves it and makes it better. And I wanted to. I mean, Jesse, you are entitled to your opinion, and that's wonderful. Differing opinions is what makes the world great. But um. I disagree with the more Tetra point because Tetra gets turned into a statue in the beginning of this game and never says you got anything, a problem never with does anything. Get stoned? Oh, 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 I thought you were gonna well, say you got a problem like, with girls that get turned into statues, bro. <laughs> Spice. It's like Tetra was like, um. <laughs> Tetra was this cool, like, awesome pirate queen character, and then she just gets turned into a statue and doesn't do anything. Like, where's the sense of urgency? Yeah. Where's her, like, Shit doing happens. anything? Like, wh what? Yeah, this game doesn't pass There's the Bechdel test. ghost ships and stuff going on. Like, the world of Hyrule is a very dangerous place, David. Like, fucking... Someone could be turned to stone, a fucking fish could jump out and start talking to you. Like, all sorts of weird stuff happens. I mean, come on. He's right. I, I mean, I, I would recommend playing Spirit Tracks. Because again, everything that this game does, Spirit Tracks does better. That's fair. Because that game came out second and they got to, you know, refine everything, so... Again, David, judging fucking older Zelda games on newer Zelda games and their innovations, uh, kind of fucked up. But, uh... Yeah. I like how you agreed with me, even though you never played either game, and then turned that around to tell me how my opinion was fucked up. Yeah, man! That's, have you not been hey. on this show for 120 episodes? This, uh, that's kind of my brand. Uh, <laughs> maybe I know about this game, maybe I don't, but I think you're pretty... However, we can agree that uh, Minish Cap was amazing. Minish Cap is so Minish Cap is fantastic. Amazing. God, why did I have to burn through that in our first April absurdity? Um, man, we could be talking Minish Cap right now. Ugh. I know. Put on those mole but mitts. Instead, we could be talking lightning round. Minish Cap. Minish Cap. Minish Cap. All right, we're going to play uh, a rendition of Real or Fake. I'm going to be going back and forth. 
items from the original Legend of Zelda, the one for Nintendo Entertainment System, gold cartridge, um, the building blocks of everything we know and love. So I'm going to give you an item. You tell me if it's real or fake. If you get it right, it goes to the next person. If they get it wrong, the other person can uh, steal and win or get it wrong and we keep going. I love that Jesse's How does that sound? clearly defining the lightning round rules, something Johnny fails to do frequently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go with the king, David. Blue ring. Real. That's correct. John. Green ring. Fake. That's correct. David, wooden shield. Real. Incorrect. That's John, right, it wasn't specified wooden. Can you win with this one? <laughs> uh, Magical sword. Oh, okay, I thought I got to guess wooden shield. Uh, <laughs> Magical sword, real. That's correct, John wins. <laughs> Oh, so we're not, like, going through, like, a set number? It's literally one mistake? I explained. I said, if you if you lose, or if you get one wrong, you get to steal and win. Otherwise, you keep going. Oh, real. Calculating computer activated. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. Computers. Beeps. <laughs> Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Ah, well, uh, this got weird. <laughs> um, Damn, I thought that would show up on camera. I thought, I saw it. Um, oh, no, you gotta, you gotta order some darker markers or something, David. Um, anyway, yeah, enough about David's dry erase penis. I just won <laughs> the episode. <laughs> um, you sure did. Man, you know, it, it, it had to be this way, David. I'm sorry. But, uh, no, John, um... Go for it. If, if I can take a brief moment uh, before I hand it over to the winner, I ain't even mad. <laughs> I mean, the last August Absurdity match er, between us ended on a lightning round point. You know what? I'm a little upset at myself, but by all means, you earned this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I think we're going to be doing this for a long time. And I think uh, I think this rivalry is just gonna stay stay uh, as strong as ever. Um, but except now there's not a lot of Zelda games left to guess. Thanks uh, thanks guys for the planning on this one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was a great game, and uh, I realized what I needed to do to win was to you know get you in a weird headspace and uh, you know get everybody butt naked, um, you know strip away all pretense. Uh, you know, your crown is gone. My, uh, you know, my guard is down. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, here I am, world. Butt-ass naked. August Absurdity uh, finalist <laughs> for 2018. Uh, I'm so glad that people listen to this podcast because they do not need to see this Twitch, uh, Twitch broadcast. Um, so, yeah, awesome, awesome night, awesome show. Uh, you know, nice try on the screwovers there, my friends. But uh, all you did was strengthen me and David's resolve to keep being great at the show, <laughs> and uh, you know. I just and wanted to make a good show. You did it great. It was a damn you fine did. show. 
Three Zelda games in one show? How how could it not be a we great really show? Wanted Unless you chose Phantom Hourglass as one of them. We really <laughs> wanted to do five Zelda games. <laughs> yeah, we, we were trying. See, that would have been pretty great, because then you probably would have had to resort to another CDI Zelda, <laughs> and none of us needed that. So, glad, well, you, glad you stuck to your there guns. There four swords and... Uh, and another game. There that was Triforce like Heroes and technically yeah. we've only used Wind Waker H D. So you <laughs> could use the original Wind Waker. Oh, you know, trust me, I specified H D when I uh, when I did that so that we could use the original Wind Waker at some point. So uh yeah, man, it's gonna be good. Uh you know. But in the meantime, fantastic episode. Thanks to everybody that watched along live with us. Uh you know, we got a great uh well, actually, before I shout out the live viewers, so next week, uh, it's Johnny and Jesse going head-to-head. Me and David get to flip the whole script on them. So, uh, you know, they were pretty generous to us, so maybe we don't have to be totally screwing them over in the next episode, but we'll just ha! see, man. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of Sonic games I can pick. Ha <laughs> uh, Actually, Johnny might have picked nearly all of them <laughs> at this point, so. Oh, no, we're definitely pulling, like, Sonic Shuffle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh... Get it ready, and uh, it'll be great next week. So Johnny and Jesse head-to-head on next week's show. And thanks again to everybody watching along live with us, uh, listening in podcast form. Uh, however you get your Game That Tune, we appreciate it. We're live Wednesday nights at 9, uh, twitch.tv slash Game That Tune, youtube.com slash Game That Tune, and facebook.com slash Game That Tune. You can find our podcast in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, you should check out patreon.com slash Game That Tune. Uh, we missed the month of July because right as I was about to publish some really fun stuff, my computer crashed and I had to wipe everything off. Literally, I basically have a new computer now. So uh, we're going to get you some July and August uh, Patreon content coming real soon. So you should get to Patreon and give us some Patreon content, which I think means money. Give us money <laughs> at Patreon and we'll give you content. That's how that, sh- that's how that site works. So uh, go check us out there. Special thanks to our uh, Patreon super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, and Andrew Oliver. You guys are all fantastic. And uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks to uh, Dell for the request tonight. Um, you can hit us up with request game that tune at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Twitter at game that tune or find us individually on Twitter to uh, hit us up and talk about video game music and make requests for next week's episode. So hit me and David up with requests. Uh, to screw over Johnny and Jesse, or be nice to Johnny and Jesse. Let's make this the positive August absurdity. Nope. So uh, you, can, you can find me on Twitter at jgangster187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. Yep, and you can find John Regan on Twitter at... JP Regan JR. And you can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, fellas. So, uh... You know, I don't know why I chose the bonus tunes that I did. Uh, maybe it's just because you know I... what, John? I'm going to interrupt hmm. you. I don't know why you chose the bonus tunes you did either, because you may have won this round this week, but you have not won August Absurdity, my friend. Oh, I believe that Jesse right. and I get to choose the bonus tunes for next week, no matter who wins. I... Fine, fuck <laughs> it. So, Johnny, I assume that you'll be playing Live and Learn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just hear those bonus tunes, you son of a bitch. Now, what do you got? I have Team Teamwork from their album Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. This is a remix of Legend of Zelda Link to the Past with Killer Mike at T.I. Never Scared. Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, you can do it again. <laughs> Ooh. 
suspicious fixing on liquor, send that to the guard quicker. No matter your religion, you Muslim, Hebrew, or Christian, she indiscriminate with punishment. She send them missing. My gun's my favorite, favorite, and she got permanent PMS. So she's Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past is copyright 1992 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Anarchy Reigns is copyright 2013 Platinum Games Incorporated and Sega Games Company Limited. The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages is copyright 2001 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Beyond Oasis is copyright 1995 Ancient Corporation and Sega Games Company Limited. The Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass is copyright 2007 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Hey, you disappeared so much that uh, David went to pee himself, so uh, instead of just oh, pee I himself. I Fool. Had to pee so bad. Oh my god. John, man, bottle. And, uh, uh, I know, that's what John does. Seriously. I thought I had enough time. Oh, Great big God cup. damn it. How late how late was I? Like, how many how, like how many seconds would you guess to make? We've had I long enough to, to comment on it, decide if David should go pee, send him away to pee. <laughs> you know, God damn it. There's been time. This Seriously. Is absurd. Right, here, you need to go to a football game and get a souvenir cup. <laughs> this game's winner is John Harrington. Hey, John, you know I have a Zelda-themed wind jingle? Yeah, they're all just, like, <laughs> all, they're all just numbered one, two, and three. I don't know which is which off the top of my head. Hit them all, baby! <laughs> all right, hold on. 